Welcome to the Metal Forge. I am Mark Jackson, your host, and tonight I'm going to be pounding out the best in mobile metal for you guys. And if you've got a request, all you've got to do is send it to Mark at WCHQFM.com. All right, how are you everyone tonight? Here I am in the studio, going to be having straight lace come in and play some songs for us. I'm just elated, you know, just... Wow, so much new stuff has got added into the system over the last few weeks, and I am going to be proud to play for you some Surviving Thalia, some Savage Master, some Belushi Speedball tonight, some Hot Prowlers, Baby Bones, and of course, live performance with Straight Laced. Those guys are tuning up and getting ready, and here we go with some Surviving Thalia. It's all the
All right, and that was Atomic Thrill Ride with Wings of Madness. Before that, Savage Master with Death Rides the Highway. How the hell are you, everybody? I'm Mark. I'm here tonight. It's the Metal Forge. And I'm in the studio here with Straight Laced. And I believe we have Graham and Adam. That's right. Yep. All right. How, yes, how are you all doing tonight? Awesome. Happy to be here. Doing well. Thank you. Awesome. So Thanks tell for having me, us. Tell me about Straight Laced. Uh, started as a project with uh, a friend of mine. Um, I guess it would have been 2003. Um, we were just kind of kids going to the same shows all the time, local shows, trying to find the next hardcore punk that wasn't metal to be exact at that time, because there was a big scene for 502 metal. Right. Um, so but not, a, not a lot of punk. Not a lot of punk. Um, so what we decided to do was, since we can't find it, we'll make it. Uh, and Adam and I, we've known each other since second grade. We go way back. So since that time frame, started it all together, and we've just kind of collectively put everything together to give it our own unique sound, which stems from, you know, if you want to call it some... Folk, honky tonk type stuff from Adam's influence, uh, all the way to uh, you know kind of the the UK eighty two English punk rock, all the way back into you know when you started getting to uh, heck I don't know, you know T Rex you know right. you know the glam glam rock and roll before it was punk what punk was so uh, that's kind of really we wanted to hear something that wasn't overly fast but had a good sound uh, catchy and made you feel welcome. And something that wasn't in Louisville at the time. Agreed. Right. Not a lot of um, British-influenced punk rock here at the time, or since, really. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a unique right. genre. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those things that doesn't really doesn't really stick around here too long. Mm-hmm. A couple of bands do it, then yep. they don't. Yep. So, so you've been out since 2003. How mm-hmm. many straight albums do you have? One. <laughs> One it was album. never released. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yep. Um, we we cut a record with uh, Kevin Ratterman of uh, La La know. Land. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And this was back when he was uh, doing his production out of his family's funeral home in Portland, Kentucky. Right. So it was the funeral home recording studio. And we collectively did 18 songs in day and a half oh like my god two days yeah. yeah um and it was just one of those things we were a band that we weren't privileged we didn't have a, a pa system we had secondhand gear we did what we could we were constantly searching for drummers to fit the bill because it was an issue uh so we actually when we practiced we practiced only with music there was never vocals no pa i no think PA. that's what made us like tight from the beginning because yeah. we didn't rely on vocal cues yeah. it was all we all knew the music back to front yeah so and it really helped getting in the studio cutting those tracks and then absolutely getting the heck out so you recorded 18 songs in a day and a half actually we did 20 only two of them were a little bit messed up so we couldn't salvage them but right. we did a uh is it 10 or 12 song originals and then mm-hmm. six covers yep um, from that we were trying to achieve to do a full length album and with have our stuff, stuff to put out and yeah. then have some singles here and there of covers that we were pretty notorious for doing uh, right because nobody else was doing the covers that we were doing um bob o'reilly by the who wow yeah in, uh, in punk form uh, kind of. To yeah. be honest, it took Bob a lot O'Reilly more and, from the original yeah. song than I mean, our our former guitar player Shadwick. When we were when we were younger, he was immensely talented and yeah. could just mimic that kind of synthesizer part. He could hear it on his guitar, it. so it just worked out really well. That's so cool. Yeah, it's actually on YouTube. I don't know how it got there. Yeah. Like the, the Bob O'Reilly <laughs> cover. Go, after the show, <laughs> I'm going to go home and I'm going to look this up. Right on. And I'm just going to see how awesome this actually it's is because it sounds it's really awesome it's and fun when i listen to it in retrospect because we were like 20 years old when we recorded this stuff yeah. and i'm 34 now uh it it i'm still i'm very proud of it i can't believe yeah. that we made it when we were so young right so. well then it's then that's a good thing that that you can be proud of something you know from essentially 17 almost 20 years ago at this yeah, point it's getting up there <laughs> <laughs> so what is what is your overall being with straight laced um for me personally it's uh it's a way to connect um uh, you know don't really get out a whole lot in louisville anymore uh we all work full-time jobs uh any way or means for me to be able to meet people across the united states and in our case across the world 
uh, that's my long-term goal is not to make money doing this, but to get on the road and see places that I would never be able to see otherwise and be able to share the music with people that are like-minded and go, you know what? These guys aren't talking about this. They're not talking about that. They're just talking about having a good time and just, the music's catchy and we can, you know, we can slam dance to it if you want. And or, have, you know, and have fun with exactly, it. Exactly. Right. have fun. It's all know. about fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, that... it, for instance, it's less about, we have some songs that are, you know, kind of at the time, pro-violent <laughs> uh but uh you know it's really nowadays for just sing along with us we want you to sing loud sing proud kind of hang out absolutely promoting a kind of positive lifestyle yeah really. absolutely. yeah, yeah. what well, good deal camaraderie friendship absolutely. brotherhood all that good stuff you know like sisterhood drinking we like the sisters too <laughs> <laughs> what is uh straight lace uh biggest accomplishment and do you have a goal to overcome that? You know, I think we were kind of cut short just because we were so young and none of us had really, like, thought of the direction that our lives were going in at the time. Uh, so we we kind of drifted apart. Shadwick is a very successful songwriter now yeah. uh, with the Quiet Hollers. Uh, they're awesome. I used to play in that band when he first started it. Uh, and he definitely has drifted away from the punk world, but he's immensely talented. It's like indie rock. And, yeah. uh, you know, I wish he was still here with us today, but, you know, me and Graham are picking up where we left off and moving forward. Uh, and I think really it's just a mixture of growing up listening to punk rock. We've been into this stuff since we were teenagers. Graham was playing in punk bands when he was 14, 15, and I followed not too long after. And uh, then eventually we just started playing together and, because we share a lot of similar interests as far yeah. as music goes, but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's less it's music, but the music is surrounded by a culture, and yeah, the punk it, rock culture is definitely yeah. a worldwide like tight knit family. Like for instance, I I was with another band in in Spain last August, and I saw people that I knew from Indianapolis going to shows back in the day. People travel for punk wow. rock gigs, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah, so I mean it's. It's a, a tight knit community, and you know it's just fun to be a part of, and 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 you know be able to make our own brand of music and yeah. bring it out, and everybody's always accepting, and I mean it's it's people, just people are wanting, you know, it's rock and that's, roll, really. That's the I cool mean, thing about it is how many people just in the last few weeks since we've kind of announced uh, a resurgence, uh, yeah. the amount of outreach. Hey, you guys are still playing. Yeah, you know, we took a little bit of a, a indefinite hiatus, hiatus, but <laughs> here we are now, and we're trying to book shows uh, anywhere, anyway, any way possible. Um, not so much here. We just don't have a, a niche. There's no niche really for this, and not to say that we couldn't help start something. Um, or, but I mean, I'd be down to play with it. There are a lot of great Louisville bands. I it's agree. Just, it's, we kind of fit more of a bill if there's more heavy hard rock. Right. That kind of goes along with more of what Straight Laced is because it's it's a punk influence and a punk mindset, but it's it's not speed punk. It's very much so mid tempo classic rock and roll. It just has an attitude about it. Absolutely, and that's really the that. cool thing. Yeah, and that's that's some pretty cool stuff. Uh, I know we do need to get some of your old stuff here at the station, so that's going to be coming soon. Cool. So you know people can hear actually recorded stuff. Oh yeah, uh, along with what you all are going to be doing tonight. Absolutely. So, so, ultimately, your goal to make to, more music. To make yep. more music. We, we want to make more music. Get back out there playing more shows. Yeah. We want to see how, <clears throat> you know, when we started this, most of the songs, the songs we were going to play tonight, we wrote these when we were 18, 19, 20 years old. Uh, and not a lot has obviously come from that since because we haven't been to that together collectively. So, at that time, we've branched out with different genres of what we like. We didn't just stay in one thing. We weren't just going, well, we're too punk for everyone. We're just going to be punked for the rest of our lives. Uh, you know, I, I branched out, got really heavy into a lot of post-punk, a lot of, you know, underground British things that have a lot of psychedelia to them now. And from there, it's kind of taken what we did. Don't get too far away removed from where we put our roots down, but build from there. Make a sound that's ours, you know, and we've already kind of started that. But how much more can we do? How much further can we go to not just cater to this one culture? We want to collect as many fans and as many people that want to hear our music. And I think that's a pretty common goal for most musicians. I can, yeah. I can go along with that for yep. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things I always like to ask is 
if you could have said, damn, I wish I've recorded that, or I wish I had written that and from any you know popular band, uh, and it could be from any genre, of course, uh, any influence that you have, what would it be? For me, personally, one album that has, well, two albums, I'll say, that have always stood the test of time that I love to this day are The Clash, London Calling, which is the first punk rock record I ever bought. And, and then uh, The Dead Boys, Young, Loud, and Snotty. I love that sound. It's I would have loved to have been a part of that band the back in the 70s. you could listen to forever. forever. I mean, I could put them on repeat and never get tired of it. Absolutely. I, yeah, I love and it. And that's your two that you would say i want i yeah. wish i recorded and and had done that yeah and there are many more oh, i mean yeah. there are many i love yeah. music I, lo- I mean i always tell people people are like you like so much different music because i'll listen to like today i was showing graham some Ernest tub songs nice uh i'll listen to anything if it's good you yeah. know I, I like music i'm just a musician i'll yeah. play whatever I'll, I'll listen to whatever you know but there are certain things that have stuck with me throughout my life you know absolutely uh, and even farther back than that, my dad was a huge rock and roll fan. Uh, Led Zeppelin, the first two albums, ultimate guitar sound, in my opinion. Yeah, well, no Jimmy Page, you know, he's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, and then I know Graham, we, we share a lot of similar interests, but like Graham was telling you earlier, like um, we both like different things and try to kind of bring those influences into what we're doing now, you and know. show so, each other new stuff. Yep, yep. Well, that's awesome. great, you know. Yeah. So what would your... Uh, if I had to put... I'll put two albums out there, too. I kind of ma- mimic what he did. Okay. Uh, the first one, I'm going to keep it still in the realm of really what's been my bread and butter for influence when it comes to a great singer-songwriter now is Paul Weller from The Jam. Mix right. him with you know Bruce Fox and Rick Butler, the whole band, three-piece, doing that post-punk mod rock. They wrote an album called Setting Suns, which is a concept album. And the uh, song called Eatin' Rifles on there is kind of a made-up, uh, college, but it's it's kind of um, the lyrical genius of how he paints a picture for the common working man versus the the Cambridge Oxford, you know, preps. Right, right. And the class struggle, how it separated those two, uh, and then kind of moving away from that, Oasis. I'll always go back to what's the story, Morning Glory. Oh, wow. First cassette I ever had. Someone gave it to me. It wasn't even made for me. It, somebody else didn't want it. I said, here, Graham, do you want this? I was in third grade. I said, yeah, I'll take it home, listen to it. I burned it out. And, you know, it might be cliche, but, you know, What's the Story Morning Glory had so many hits on there. And I'm not talking about Champagne Supernova. I can get, they could, that could be thrown away. Right. It's, um, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm a Noel fan. Sorry, I'm not Team oh. Liam. Uh, I'm a Team Noel guy because he's the real musician. Liam's got the attitude. But Noel Gallagher wrote all those tunes that really made you feel. And in essence of being a musician and playing, I'll play anything as long as I have feeling to it right? and attachment to it. And those two albums, you can be anywhere in the world and you play those, I'm going to get a feeling. I'm going to make a memory. If you play anything of those two albums anywhere in the world, I don't care. I'll make a memory, and that's what makes me feel that's what makes me want to play music is because i had a feeling with those guys i don't even know them <laughs> so that's Absolutely. how music is that's you know what it's about but, to me. Uh, yeah. but yeah uh so. you know don't look back in anger that's the one that's the that's the one <laughs> nice and now for everybody's favorite question <laughs> yes <Yeah>, it's coming <laughs> every i i said this on monday night when i was filling in for gavin in the studio uh and I think uh, Spinal Tap transcends any genre of music. Yes. It's one of those things where, you know, and, it, and it, it, it's proof that it transcends any genre of music because they remade the film 20 years later with A Mighty Wind. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so do you have any Spinal Tap moments? Plenty. So many. <laughs> I mean, uh, or when, when one that stands out that you will never, ever, ever forget. Can we do? Should we get pretty? Uh, do you want to get intimate about it? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're all 19, 20 year old lads. None of us are tied down, not married. We 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 all we all know some of the same people in a certain sense. You know, it was around. So you know, you got the whole uh, 
Well, I'm not going to talk about anything on anybody's lips by any means, but we definitely uh, I don't know if I like, like where this is going. <laughs> no. We'll cut it short on that one. Anyways, I think we're picking up on what we're talking about when it comes to uh, awesome. Well, one thing that's a Spinal Tap moment for our band is that we can never keep a drummer. I agree. Uh, we can't find uh, a drummer that yeah. will stick around. Even now, it's, yeah. it's hard. We've got a, a guy that's, you know, coming along, and he seems like he's interested in we it. we got but, a few people. You know, we've been... Yeah been blessed to be able to go out and find people and you know the core of the band which is typically you know there's an old saying about if you have a, a great drummer any band can be good if you have a great band but a bad drummer no one's gonna watch them right uh unfortunately and so you know with us i'm actually a drummer that's my thing is i'm a drummer i've drummed for many people and when i'm being lead our lead singer ish and rhythm guitarist I struggle trying to find a drummer that I just want. Man, I just need you to do Charlie Watts in the pocket. Be the Stones man. Be the machine. And that's all this band needs. And we've gone through people that want to play Neil Peart Rush to people that want to play Red Solo Cup Country uh, <laughs> to dudes want to play, you know, 311 and this and that, which, you know, it's cool. There's all different influences. And there's always a there's a place for it, but right. just gotta get it that might one. not be the same place where you yeah, are. That, right. The one guy that yeah. understands the sound. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. If you just understand, the, it, it takes four members for this band to work. And if everybody's giving 25% or we're not trying to overdo anything, then we're gonna, it's going to sound good. Right. Uh, if you got somebody who's trying to be way too busy and putting things in there, we're not rush. We're not any of those bands. We are very much so just a rhythm and blues, rock, rock and roll, roll. Yeah, you're, you're, high game. You are. You're straight laced. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be the next Rush or, no. <laughs> or, or anybody like that. You want right. to be the first you. Exactly. Which exactly. is the way it should be. Right. And we're we're taking our influences all over. You know, um, German punks. We can't even understand what they're saying, but they write this punk metal stuff with old school four four mid-tempo but on the high part of that mid-tempo and it and it kicks and it, we took that and we use that as an influence for our our song street business it's been put out all over the world without us even knowing it half yeah. the time wow it's been put on seven inches throughout england uh sweden uh, germany i mean it's all over the place and we've had a lot of um i guess compilations named after that song it's a it's a street business comp Named after that song. Really, that's so cool. And that's the song. It's got it's got the the mid tempo. It's got the shouts. It's got this and that. But you also have those kind of I call them the Kirk Hammett meatly meatlies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's got all the essence of Dio and you know Iron Maiden. But it's punk and it's cool. And to me, like you know, we talk. I'll still say Iron Maiden. Yeah, heavy metal. But they wouldn't be heavy metal if they wouldn't have listened to the punk bands they were listening to at the time. Right. So. So let's go, go ahead and play some songs here. Uh, I'm going to play some Belushi Speedball, and then we're going to come back out with a promo for the letter song and right. play some Tycoons of Teen. So here we go with some Belushi Speedball. everyone my name is michael Oxton. i am the host of live from letter song a live recorded showcase of local and regional music listen in every monday night at 7 p.m on wchq and just remember folks friends and family life is fleeting enjoy the music 
Peace, everyone. Hope to see you and listen in to the show. Thanks. It's 52 degrees. It's 733. When I say I'm in love, you best believe I'm in love, L-U-B. All right, and that was Tycoons of Teen with Great Big Kiss. Before that, we had Belushi Speedball with Power Speedball. And here it is, ladies and gentlemen, the guys from Straight Laced, Adam and Graham, they're going to perform a couple of songs for us. So you are on, guys. What's the name of this first song? This is Working Class Kids. All right, let's hear it. Hit it, Graham. Everybody stares 
braces and the clothes that we wear. the working class Kids are the working class We gotta work says you can't play punk on acoustic guitars the first time that's ever been done acoustically <laughs> wow play, i can't play the guitar in the first place but <laughs> wow that that's absolutely great thank you uh and that's uh that's working class kids, working class working class kids. kids. wow yeah. awesome i, I want to hear that uh on electric and I, yeah you I guarantee it, it jams I mean, it, it, it's pulling out that T-Rex. I'm talking about that proto-punk, early 70s, glam rock. Glam feel. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do want to mention, uh, for everybody who's listening live, if you cruise over to the WCHQFM uh, Facebook page or on the .com, you can get to the YouTube page and watch a live stream of this happening right now as well. But don't do it while you're driving. <laughs> just, just if, you, if you're driving, just listen. Be safe out there. It's full move, yeah. Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know i'm a huge fan of like like the adult swim animation stuff oh, yeah. do you have a favorite uh you know like adult oriented cartoon because mine's like king of the hill i would have to say and i know a lot of people love the simpsons do you do you have anything like that that you draw influence off of that that you like I, mean, I feel like we always watched Family Guy. We would call yeah. Family Guy <laughs> all the time. Business, but uh, now well, I love King of the Hill too. By I the like way, King that's an Hill. amazing show. Uh, and and, and it, when you said Small Move Cotton, oh, yeah. the Bill Burr kind of the the Bill Burr loose based on his life, but F is for Family on really. Netflix. Oh, it's raunchy I'll, and I'll have to try. I'll have to check that out. It's all I ever heard about from uh, you know how it was. <laughs> Back yeah, in my it, it day, that picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So you you said you had prepared a couple of songs. Yeah, we yeah. got another one. Want to do another one? Sure. Uh, so this one's called Ideals, and you know we're talking about kind of where we go with our influences. We don't really get super political about anything, left or right. We just don't want to want to be associated with any type of extreme. Um, but this song kind of uh, just kind of paints a picture, just being a good old American boy. And knowing, you know, your heritage, your roots, where you came from. So uh, that's kind of how this song kind of came to be. And in the vein of 
heck, anything 1950s grease or rock and roll, that's that's where this one kind of came out, you know. Hell yeah. Thinking of great balls of fire. Bring them on <laughs> yeah. Out. yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the best shows I've ever seen right? was Little Richard. <laughs> so, really? Absolutely. My, my grandpa told me a story one time where he got an elevator in, uh, I think it was Las Vegas, and he was ne- he ended up next to Little Richard for a second in, a, in an elevator and like said wow. hello to him. He was all in his sequin stage attire and all that stuff. <laughs> He was a big, uh, when I saw him, it was about 15 years ago, he was a big proponent of, like, ma- making sure musicians knew where their money went. Because, yep. you know, it stuff like that happened to him where people were, were stealing his money left and right, and he would yeah. be like, sign your own checks right. and stuff yeah. like that. And, and you know, just making sure that you don't get, you know, taken advantage of by people. Agreed. We've never made enough money yeah, to have to yeah. worry about that. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> the difference between him and us. It's a little bit more of the DIY culture. But, you know, someone wants to give me a thousand or a grand or something like that for sure. I'll take we all will day play. long. But, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll play for beers sometimes. <laughs> and every musician does play right, for beers exactly. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so this is called Ideals, you said. Ideals. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's jam this out.
All right. Heck yeah. I'm totally digging that. That's total Americana. Like, right. <laughs> absolutely. And it's a song about a girl, I'm sure. No. No? no. Oh, wow. No, kind of, uh, see, that's the, it's, that's the trickery there. Yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, you kind of go back and think about the lyrics. It's just a lot of our songs, we'll talk about kind of how we feel a little bit oppressed when we were a kid. Right. You know, uh, loners. And uh, so, you know, when you talk about trying to stand up for yourself and being proud about something and somebody else is telling you that you can't be proud about that, yeah, then there's not that enough, world in, this world. That does not there's not enough room in this world for both of us. So, you know, we got to figure this out. And uh, this is how we figured it out. I'm Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Here's a band coming up next week. I want to play a song from them really fast. And we'll come back and do some shouts out. Because I'm sure everybody's got some. And this is So You'll Love Me by Wasted Planet. All right, and that was Wasted Planet with So You'll Love Me. All right, people. Uh, everybody out there on YouTube, WCHQ YouTube page, on the WCHQ.com, streaming live on the Facebook, on the interwebs, listening live here on 100.9 FM. Uh, I've talked these guys into playing another song in, in the uh, meantime of listening to that Wasted Planet stuff. So before we do that, let's do some shout-outs. Um, Adam, do you have anybody you want to say hey to? Any uh, anybody you want to thank? Anybody you want to? I definitely am glad to be doing this again with Graham. Uh, I wouldn't do it with anybody else. Uh, and my girlfriend, Kristen, for twelve years, she's been supportive of me and of my crazy musical <laughs> life. You know, definitely I couldn't, couldn't do anything without her. And Graham, I mean, he's my best friend. Yeah. You know, so. And, you guys. and it always seems like there's always two people in a band who, who make the band work. Yeah. What well, you know, Gene and Paul, Paul and John. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, it it's always, always a, seems like you know a dynamic duo. James and <laughs> Lars. Well, <laughs> agreed. Yeah. yeah. You and know. our our bandmate Cody, he's up in Chicago yeah. right now. We got you know he's uh, commuting for practice and stuff. So oh, it's wow. kind of a yeah. big, big trip for with, him. And with all of that, you with every with technology today, you're not 
Skyping practice. So we can't do it. We're just old school. We don't. Yeah, that, I understand. That Analog, man. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You give us it. We want tube amps, and we want. Uh, I don't know. Just either it's either it's old school and it's and it's ready to go. If it's digital, and, uh, yeah, we're but, not we're not digital world type people. Understand. I mean, granted, I have an iPhone, but yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Shout out to Cody for sure. Um, Guy's been uh, flexible, uh, going from playing drums for us now to lead guitar because, let's face it, I, I can't do those Kirk Hammetts, and he grew up kind of a little bit more in the metal scene. So right. he's got the fingers. He's got the chops. So yeah, absolutely. a whole lot of this without Cody. Uh, you know, right back at you, Adam. Shout out. Uh, I, I definitely want to give a shout out to my parents. Um, Graham's parents <laughs> rock. They, I wasn't They're the best child to raise, that's for sure. But uh, <laughs> they always gave us a place to practice. Uh, there was always a basement for us to practice, um, and they didn't care how loud it was, really. They let us go as late as we could until – I don't think the cops ever got called no, on that house. No. But they were there to let the band blossom. Um, and, and they've always come out to shows. They've been, yeah. They're always really supportive. I, I think everybody in this band's always had pretty supportive parents. You know, I don't think there's been anybody in the band that didn't have a family member who did not at least catch us play live once. Yep. All over wherever Louisville. Yep. I, I remember my grandma and my aunt coming to see me at the Mag Bar, and then at Woody's Tavern <laughs> way back oh, wow. in the day. Yeah, so I mean, we were we were a home band at Woody's Tavern back when uh, I believe Dave that owned Mag Bar at the time he owned Woody's as well. And oh wow, yeah, you know, it's kind of our thing is uh, we'll play anywhere that somebody wants us to play, and if they like it, awesome. But the the next song that we have for you was inspired by a local punk rock arcade venue called pandemonium oh we were in we were talking about pandemonium in here last week with jason william allen first show he ever went to was pandemonium first show i ever you know from a local band standpoint i ever went to uh was at pandemonium yeah Uh, me too first big band show i ever went to was uh social distortion at the thunderdome oh that's awesome yeah that's awesome (laughs) But, uh, but yeah this this song's all about the uh Life and times of the pandemonium, from my perspective, a little bit, and it, and it was shared with Adam and Shadwick at the time, uh, just kind of about, you know, hey, we're kids, we can't get into bars, we're going to bum around the back alleys and absolutely cause trouble. So, when yeah. is your next? Uh, before that, when is your next show? Uh, so February twenty third, we are playing uh, Vanguard re- reunion show. Vanguard was another oi punk band based out of Durham, North Carolina, and in 06, the scene down there was blossoming. I'm talking about 50, 60 people on any show uh that was hardcore about this culture right and uh we started playing down there they asked us to keep coming down because the pinpoint of the punk world always five percent versus punk is a hundred percent of anything you want it to be because most people tell you it's an idea and it's a mindset not the music not the fashion right million bands that sound different right punk umbrella but uh the always sound is unique so that's kind of how that works. So February 23rd, we're back down there. Representing so you're in North Carolina, yep. North Carolina. for your next show. Yeah. Yep. Uh, awesome. From there, pretty much until somebody out there in the Louisville world wants to book us, we're, we're outside of we're Louisville. Playing out of town show. Yeah. So stay tuned for a Louisville show because be I'm going to try to start putting shows back together again. We'd love to and play. I would love anytime. to have you guys on there. Yeah. And, again, thank you, everybody, for listening tonight. And thank WCHQ. you for Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, WCHQ FM 100.9, uh, the Facebook page, WCHQ FM. And we're going to hear this song, and make sure you tune in. To Zach Becker on the Midnight Oil. This is the Violence on the Street. And what is the name of the song? Violence on the Street. All right. on the streets and that's your physical proof clear up the streets is what they say we'll be waiting for another Saturday you can run you can hide but there's one thing to know about us 